the Homeworkies podcast. We are really excited today to have another one of our Hall Star interviews today. I'm really excited to get to talk to actor Steve Bassick today. And Steve, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. So what we like to do with our guests is we like to give you a chance to introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to get into acting. Okay. Well, uh, I'm Steve Basic. Um, I've been an actor for professionally for about 30 years. That's hard to say, but it's been about 30 years. Yeah. And um, I didn't come to it traditionally. I didn't go to school for it. In fact, I went to school, uh, I have a kinesiology major and a math minor. Um, I was I was raised in Windsor, Ontario, which is right across the river from Detroit. Uh-huh. So I, I have a big Mich- Michigan influence. But um, yeah, I never really thought about acting. I mean, I, I dabbled in some modeling and some local stuff, but I always saw actors as a little bit uh, weird. And uh, we did have a theater community in Windsor, and, and we did have theater program at university, but uh, it just wasn't that kind of uh, feel for me yet. And then I was on a road trip with some uh, friends across Canada. We stopped in Vancouver, and I saw they had some productions going on. I think Booker was shooting at the time, probably Jump Street, Wise Guy. I just saw some stuff, you know, mm-hmm. as I was being a tourist. And I just got this sort of feeling inside of me. And I was like, I wonder what this is all about. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I you know, we, we traveled for a few few more weeks. I went back to Windsor, and I decided to, uh, you know, make my way to L.A. But I stopped in Vancouver. And uh, that's pretty much where I stayed. Yeah. <laughs> it was a road trip, pretty much a road trip that determined it. That's cool. Yeah. And then I, cool. I have actually just, I, I, I've tried to quit multiple times. Oh yeah. Uh, but I can't. <laughs> just one <laughs> what, of those things. What drives you, know? you back? I, I think it chose me. I think it chose me actually. Uh huh. Yeah. What, yeah. What 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 is it that kind of draws you back that you find satisfying about it? Um. As far as as far as work goes, yeah. It's it's some of them. You know, it you, you get a chance to. I think you just get a chance to be a little bit more creative. Uh, especially if you approach it now, now the way I'm approaching it, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, were, I, I grew up in a town where, you know, it, it's all, it was auto industries back then. It was back the big tree Ford, GM Chrysler. Uh, most of my friends were either engineers, pharmacists, or they worked in the auto plants. So mm-hmm. that wasn't something that I could deal with. And I knew that actually, I knew that before I knew I wanted to be an actor. Yeah, I was a bit of more. I actually went from school to I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Started a little business, uh, bought a couple of properties, and yeah, I, I just knew I wasn't a traditional nine to five kind of guy. Yeah, and uh, it, as much as it as it is a very terrifying business because you literally could be a star one day and, and be unemployed for the next six years. Right. Uh, that right. that part of it actually is quite thrilling to me. Mm-hmm. So. As I, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's not for everyone, although everyone these days wants to be a celebrity. Uh, not very many people understand the, the amount of work, dedication, and perseverance that yeah. it requires. I don't think a lot of people respect it enough. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, think, I certainly didn't yeah. have a full understanding of it, that's for sure. Yeah. I think that like part of being a grown-up is deciding what repetitive tasks you, are you comfortable doing for the rest of your life? Like, I mean, it just... No, like every job, even ones that sound 
like very glamorous is like whittled down to a bunch of repetitive tasks that you do over and over and over again and you have to find and, the and, thing and you know what yeah yes yes and acting is no different yeah for sure you, you like you know people think that it's uh you know all, <laughs> some kind of glamorous life i mean i, I i've been unfortunate i've been unfortunate enough to be at the ire of some crazy obsessed people who you know want to identify you as a certain type of character because you're an actor yeah. it doesn't really matter what you do uh, your character is not determined by your profession and so they think that you know you think they think you're full of yourself they think you're this you're that no it's got nothing to do like right. for most of us it's just it's, it's a matter of expression uh and and, and also if you approach it properly there's craftsmanship in this thing there mm-hmm. there's a a dedication that's required and perseverance that most people are numb to. They, they don't want to do it. They, they don't want to work for free. You know, literally when we go for meetings, we're, I'm putting in hours away from my children or a beautiful mm-hmm. day, sunny day here in Vancouver, or rainy day, I should say, but it's sunny yeah. today, uh, in, in order to, to potentially go for a job that probably isn't even there. Right. So yeah. you got to fall in love with the process. you got to fall in love with... You know, just doing it to do it, not necessarily get the job, not necessarily. It's not for me personally. I don't. I don't care for recognition. I don't care for right. it at all. I don't. I don't like being approached. You know, in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like people. I was always a. You know, even back in my hometown, I knew a lot of people. I spoke to a lot of people. Um, yeah. So I. I was a very friendly person. Right. But not when I'm required to be a friendly person. Yeah. If that if that makes any yeah. sense no it does it totally does. you know yeah and i mean if you're lucky you find something that you were going to work with nice people and you get to say yeah ideally improving. and uh and uh, i think uh you know that will will make because we spend so much time at work in our lives and you just hope that you can find yes. something <laughs> that, that, that uh well and that's yeah, absolutely. And there's the irony as well. I mean, I, again, I've been at a long enough to watch people come and go. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I think one of the things I took away from being, you know, born in the area I was born is like, I was used to recessions. Like, you know, Windsor and Detroit right. were pretty much in sync. So every, every five to seven years, you'd get a, you'd get a recession yeah. because, you know, they, they'd have to retool, the, sure. you know, the world economy, blah, you know. So I was kind of built to be a grinder, mm-hmm. you know. And, and what, what most people don't understand is to be appreciative yeah. when you've got it and, and also humble. And, uh, you know, there's, there's people that are kind of new to the business. Maybe they've been around for a while and they forget, <clears throat> they forget that, you know, the, the, you're lucky if you get the work. I mean, yes, you should work on your craft, but you're also fortunate because there's probably another 20 to 100 people that could do exactly like you. But for whatever reason, you were chosen to be grateful and, you know, and then, and if when you are grateful on a set, then everyone's grateful, and everyone's kind of then you are having a really good time, and you're getting paid for it. And those are the magical times, you know. And I'm I've been fortunate, and that I've worked on sets that were mostly like that. I'd say ninety percent, ninety five percent of the time. But it all takes that one ungrateful person. <laughs> yeah. You know. For sure. If there's this actor joke. There's this actor joke. This actor's been going out training for ten years, hasn't gotten a gig like hard work is, 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 you know, he's getting complaints from his family to quit. Finally, he gets this job. He calls his wife up and says, honey, I've, I finally got this, this gig, my first gig. And she goes, oh, it's amazing. He goes, you know what the best part is? I got tomorrow off. <laughs> so, 
nice. As soon as you get, as soon as you finally get on the set, an actor wants to leave. It's hilarious. Right. You know. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. So very do paradoxical. You, we're we're a weird bunch. Yeah. Do you so. remember when you got your first first gig? Were you like super excited, or or because you kind of were? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It came. Uh, it was really weird. Um, I done I done three. I, I did background work. Mm-hmm. Not much of it, though. I realized I really didn't like that. Uh, but I'd met a couple of actors early on in their career. Uh, there was Stephen Dorff, who I met when I was working at a restaurant. Ethan Hawke was another person I'd met. And they actually individually, different uh, isolated occasions, had asked me if I wanted to come. And it, we hit it off. They were like mm-hmm. the kids. They were still in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it was funny. And they said, hey, you know, just come, come be on the set. All, I could, all they could do was give me uh, extra gig, right? But I realized I didn't really want to do that but, uh, at all. And, um, but I was auditioning. I think it was my third audition in. I went in for maybe like a six liner on 21 Jump Street. It was her mm-hmm. last season. Mm-hmm. And the cast, it was a pre-read. So the casting director, she didn't know me. So she wanted to pre-read me. And uh, she said, well, you know, actually you're, you're, you're actually 20, what was I, I think I was 25 or 26. Because you're, you're a little too old for uh, to play a high school kid. And, but I had to wait. Uh, to say, well, the star, Michael, it was Michael Bandetti at the time. Mm-hmm. I said, I think I look younger than he does. Right. And so she kind of looks him up. She goes, yeah, actually, you're right. So she goes, okay, go ahead, read for me. So I read for her. She goes, okay, come back in a couple hours. So I go in, do my thing, and, and there's a director and producer there, and they like me. They go, hey, uh, how do you feel about reading this part? So they give me a couple more pages. They liked me again. They said, can you come back and do these two pages? So I'd go another scene. They did it three or four times. And this is just before Christmas. And uh, they basically, the major said, they're in love with you, uh, but we don't have a formal offer yet. So I went from a, about three to six liner to the guest star. It was one of the biggest parts they'd given any Canadian actor at the time mm-hmm. uh, on Jump Street. So I went oh, from I... no lines ever to about 40 pages of dialogue. Yeah, going too too old to forty pages of dialogue in an audition. That's not bad. That's not, that's not bad, bad at, at all. all. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh, so so your that, friend, that was that was the start of it. That was the start yeah. of it. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, so your first work, I think, for Hallmark was uh, was Wind Calls the Heart. Is that right? No, I I had done uh, way back when. I believe my first major role on a Hallmark movie was The Colt. This is back when it was oh. when Hallmark wasn't doing so much stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great, one of the best scripts I've ever read. I, I don't, I, I can't say that the production did it, did it justice. It was, it was a good movie, What's but it was one. Of the, it, was, it was a script, The Cult. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it, of that. It, it was, it was a, I believe it was a Pulitzer Prize-winning short story by a Russian novelist that was expanded into a, uh, a film for Hallmark, and. I remember I was between seasons on, I was working on, um, on a Stargate and I was just between seasons on Andromeda. I was a regular on Andromeda. And so I'm given the script and I'm like, wow. I mean, it, it made me cry. Mm-hmm. It was heartbreaking. I, I, it was beautiful. And again, unfortunately it did not translate as well from the page to the screen, but that was, I think I'd done Hallmark before that, but that was one of the more, uh, I was one of the leads in that one. It was one of the more significant uh, projects that I worked on for oh, Hallmark. I'll have to check that out. That yeah. sounds interesting. Uh, but you're way back when. I'm, we're, we're talking like 15 years ago. Yeah. So your character, though, but, uh, on, on Wayne Calls the Heart, was mm-hmm. quite a villain. 
uh, about the well, framing that yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, you know, depends how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, didn't he's you, a bad guy. I mean, didn't I? Didn't you at one point hold Elizabeth up, uh, and Jack had to come in and storm and save the day, or something, something along oh, yeah. those lines? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was since it's already been on TV. I was going to shoot her. Yeah, it was pretty. I was a. I was, uh, and it's one of those. You know, I've had. You know, I think I've worked probably on a. About 160 different productions, and you know, audition for a lot more than that, maybe uh -huh. thousands. So I usually don't remember very much. I have a great short-term memory, but once it's gone, it's, I got I got to get the next project in. Right. I usually don't remember my character names, but Spurlock, Spurlock. I remember. It's such a <laughs> such an evil name. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, but that's where I met Lori Lachlan, and I met um, some of the Hallmark people, like. Re, I was reintroduced to a lot of people, and yeah. yeah. So, but it was fun. It was actually gritty. Actually, the first season was very gritty. Yeah. Uh, I worked with Michael Landon Jr. was the uh, he was director, and it was his show for the first season, and he had a different vision. <clears throat> and and so, um, yeah, it was it was. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I really did. The the Hardys weren't too upset with you for. <laughs> okay. You know, it usually is. For uh, for they weren't the Hardys weren't too upset with you for uh, for uh, holding Elizabeth up, <laughs> being a scoundrel. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. You uh, know, I I mean I'm not even going to comment on real life, but hey, <laughs> I got I got to tell them, but I got stories. Yeah, I'm sure you too. <laughs> Can I tell you a little story? I'm going to tell you one of the stories, okay? Please. For the Hardys. Yeah. So. My character, Spurlock, okay? Yeah. We were shooting four, four episodes all at the same time. They were block shooting. And from day one, they all knew that my character was going to get taken out by the Mountie. And they're like, oh, by the way, you know, you just got to fall on the ground. No big deal for a big guy like you, right? And right. I said, no. I'm not a stunt guy. I've learned because I've done a lot of action before, gotten hurt, not got paid. So I said, no, it's fine. Fall on the ground. We should probably get a stunt guy in. I know a guy. <laughs> They're like, oh, come on. And so word went around camp. I got teased mercilessly oh, by no. Elizabeth, by Lori, by every director, you name it. I, I was even going through McDonald's drive through and I got teased by someone because they heard about it. They said, you can't even fall on the ground. You can't fall on the ground. So finally... We get to the day when this when this horse and this mountie are gonna come by, and he's gonna whack me with his rifle, right? Knock me over. Uh huh. So, and I filmed it. I filmed it. I got my my buddy Nick Barrick to come in to double me because he usually doubles me. Mm hmm. Anyways, I noticed. Wait a minute. This isn't the same horse. This is a massive horse. I go, where would they get this horse? It's a rodeo horse. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I'm looking at the rider. I go, that's not who 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 who's playing uh, the mountie. That was uh. I'm blanking on his name uh, now. Daniel Lissing. Daniel, of course, Daniel. That's not Daniel. So they got a double <laughs> for the rider. They got a double for the horse. And he wanted me to stand on the ground and let this massive creature <laughs> run by me, full gallop, while he whacks me with his rifle. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I'm just watching all this unfold. The first thing that happens is the horse doesn't stop. The first test run. And the rider goes flying over the, the reins into the into the forest. What? That's the first take. 
and that's a practice take. And I'm going, oh my God, did I ever dodge this one? <laughs> then they finally get they get the horse sorted out. They get yeah. the rider sorted out. They put Nick in. First whack, the horse runs Nick over. <laughs> so I so I had a few choice words to say to the people who had teased me. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm not so. going to repeat them on air. It was a good laugh. I'll tell you, I, I, you could hear the pop of the horse's harness hitting Nick from about 30 yards away. And luckily, like, Nick's a stunt guy. Nick yeah. knows how to fall. He knows how to move with the animal. You know? Right. Me, I, you know, I, I barely know how to tie my shoes now. So, <laughs> you know. So I think you won that argument. That's for sure. Well, it didn't get me very far, though. I mean, it just it just made me look like it made me look petty when I started yeah. calling them names. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll use that one whenever I get a chance. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So with Garage Sale Mysteries, uh, one of the things I liked about it was that it was about a family, and because mm-hmm. most Hallmark movies and shows are about singles that meet and meet and you know fall in love and whatever but this was about yes. a married couple and their kids and her you know having these mysteries and whatever and i i think yeah. uh, that was something special about it yeah i agree yeah um and so what was it what was it like kind of building that chemistry and uh and kind of creating that family family dynamic and making that show work as well as it did well, I mean, again, for for uh, for, for myself, I I am a family guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, so all the all, and I'm also a very supportive person. So it, it worked out because you know Lori's character Jen was she was a bit she was a bit feisty. She was a go getter. She was curious, and I was very supportive. And uh, so no matter what situation they were going to put in front of me, I always found the humor in that. And and also we ended up getting rolling and having a great chemistry mm-hmm. both with the children and, and with each other and i think that showed on on screen i mean it was it was even though we're doing you know a murder murder mystery show there was still we show a lot of love and humor within the family dynamic which i think was great uh to relieve some of the tension you know because you yeah. know when you deal with murder it's not a very pretty t- a topic so i think we walked that line really really well and um and, you know, it's interesting because I came more from the world of, I used to do a lot of sci-fi and action and, and you know, that's where my bread and butter was mostly before the Hallmark uh, came along. Um, and so it was really quite a nice change to not have to worry about getting muddy or thrown from, you know, beat up mm-hmm. or, you know, any of that stuff uh, and yeah. just kind of be a relatable human being, you know, that it was, it was, it was enjoyable. And it, and it was one of those sets where, I loved going to work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, it was a family to me, including the crew, mm-hmm. you know, we, we do about four of these a year and, and I used to hug everybody, yeah. <laughs> you know, now you can't anymore. You can't hug anybody, but it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was mostly the guys I hugged. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so we know, well, but it was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a great time. We had Sarah on the podcast, uh, last, uh, uh-huh. a while back and, and uh and she's just so fun and uh it just seemed like everybody uh was really down to earth and really fun in that in that cast so that doesn't yeah 100 percent. i mean we laughed i mean they had to stop us from laughing that was a problem yeah 
sometimes we got we got carried away. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw any names around Kevin O'Grady, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Did you see us on uh, uh, Home and Gardens? I think it was Home and Gardens. We did it. Kevin and I did a did an interview with I, Cameron I, and uh, Kevin Curtin. Yeah, I I heard about. Yeah. I, I'm behind on my. I didn't see it, so but yeah. I heard about it. That was about a year. That was about a year ago. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. yeah. We're we're rascals. Let me just put it yeah. that way. But uh, <laughs> mo- mostly mostly Kevin. So uh-huh. mostly Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? I mean, you said they kind of all of your projects kind of mesh together, but did. Was there a move? Was there one of those movies that stood out as being, you know, your favorite, or that kind of meshed together? Of oh, 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 the oh, uh, the Garage Sale Mystery one. Yeah. Um. Oh God. Really, quite hard to say. I mean, we we did one where um, Connor, uh, I think it's Dantrop is how he pronounced his last name. He played my son. We had one where we decided to go camping. Hmm. <laughs> And uh, for whatever reason, it just turned out pretty funny. And uh, it was it was one of the, it stands out for me because usually, you know, I'm in the house as much as I work, like my character works. Mm-hmm. I'm usually at the house in and out. It was one of those occasions where we got to go, uh, especially out in the outdoors, set up camp. And, and really, uh, again, not know, uh, being a man's man, I still didn't know how to do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, they're always p- poking humor at my character, and uh, I had a really good time with that. I mean, there were some pretty romantic ones with Jen and I. There was one that I think it was our anniversary, and uh, I, she thought I forgot, and I rent out this restaurant, bringing a band. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, extremely that. romantic, and that was that was quite beautiful too. So yeah, I, I thought mean, it was, were, you know, I thought it was fun when you guys were doing the, uh, like, I think it was like a Habitat for Humanity thing. And oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and uh, that that was a fun one. And I also liked the Pandora's mm-hmm. box with um, uh, with all the uh, I don't know that one. I just thought you had all these like, uh, there were all these sort of layers of this this like snobby Greek family and and <laughs> those things. Uh, that I remember that one was was pretty fun. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, I I, I do I. For the record, I I miss the Grasso Mysteries. They were my favorite. So, uh, well, you know what? You should, people should talk about that because um, I think it's. I, I I mean I I love Lori and I I think Lori and I'm going to say it. I don't care who pisses off. Mm-hmm. She didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. She's a great person. She's a very smart person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I but I, th- I just do think people are susceptible to scams and being set up. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. Yeah. You know, because I too have I've been in a situation where I was advised in something in Canada and uh, turned out um, I didn't have the money to invest at the time. And uh, the people who I had invested uh, got in trouble with our, our version of the uh, IRS. Mm. And these, this family had been running this scam. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it, again, I mean, there's so much horrible, horrible crimes being committed right now, wide in the open, and they're going after decent people for no reason mm-hmm. but that's just my take on it yeah my humble opinion yeah you know fully support Lori and her family you know very good but anyway so, uh, I, love, yeah. I loved her i loved her she's yeah. great one of, the, one of my favorite people to work with cool very good okay yeah. so um you were in we really loved your movie that you got to be the lead in with all for love with uh oh yeah the, uh, the navy seal one yeah that one yes. was really cute i thought yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. 
was that fun to sort of get into the like i don't know sort of the mindset of this drill instructor yeah i mean that was kind of a combination of what i was used to in terms of you know the physicality of my characters um and mix that with a rom-com in hallmark so it was kind of a it was a very interesting hybrid mm-hmm. and um it was a great experience i i really really enjoyed uh working with sarah and and the whole the whole team that was associated with that including the, the executives that brought it in and um yeah i mean i i i really would love to do more of those and um you know we we shot that pretty fast but uh uh, you know, we actually, I don't know if you know this, but behind the scenes, we ended up, ended up teaching everyone that dance. You're the one with the, where you, you, you shoot your arms side to side. It was really hot for a oh, while. Yeah. Ended yeah. up getting, so when they wrapped me out, they put on a song that I've been dancing to the whole time. The director did. And we were in this one spot for a book signing. It was a scene with the book signing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone starts doing it. Oh, no. It was like a mob dance. It was like a mob yeah. dance. Yes. Black dance. Yes. That's so funny. So, yeah, that that was that was amazing. That was amazing. Because so, we've we've interviewed that yeah. director, Lee Friedlander, and she's she's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, too. Yeah, we yeah, love Lee, her. Lee was hilarious. And I just we, thought we had a really great time. It had a really classic romantic comedy uh, dynamic to it, and I loved how you wrote her the letter at the end. Like that to me is very romantic. <laughs> you can write a letter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and. I, you know, she's so great. I thought you had nice chemistry and I loved the scene where you're teaching her how to swim. That was really, yeah. really good. That was, really that was a lot of time in the water. I tell you, it wasn't, <laughs> was it? uh, it was a little cold. It got, it got cold. It really did. Was it? It was, I remember okay. that day. We ended up, we're in a, we're in a place. It was a gym. It was actually a, a functioning gym. Uh-huh. And I, I guess they didn't, they didn't lock it all down. And so there was so much noise going on. Oh. That wasn't uh, the most fun, but I, I, I thought it was humorous. I really just, you know, you just take yeah. what, what, what obstacles get thrown your, you know, you go, okay, I'll just roll with this. Let's, yeah. That's my personal opinion on it. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I, so- I wish we had a little bit more time with that scene though. We, yeah. we were a little bit, we were a little stuck for time because of the uh, location problems. I think it, I think it required, I think we would have had even more, but we had a great connection, I thought, but uh, it would have been even a little even deeper, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you were a villain in The Joyous Christmas. And as I was wondering, when you get to play a villain in these Hallmark movies, you're the wrong guy or you're the, you're the murderer or some, something like that. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, you're the bad businessman in Joyous Christmas. Um, how is that? Is that fun to do? Kind of tap into that sort of villainous side. Oh, for sure. But you know, my my approach to all of it. I mean, it's, sometimes it doesn't work for the Hallmark world. Uh-huh. The Hallmark does like to make a good guy really, really good and a villain yeah. kind of good. But you know, whether I'm a good guy or a bad guy, I always like to see the yin and the yang. So I, I don't I don't paint a villain as a one dimensional character. You know, there, there's something else that motivates them. It's usually some form of their version of love or protection. Mm-hmm. And it's my job. What I like is that when it's not that straightforward, like, you know, not to play the villain straight up, but to find that complexity mm-hmm. and, and, and try to sneak that in yeah. with some subtleties, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. and I did that actually with, I think we're going to probably talk about Mystery 101. I did that with that character. Um, 
I, I snuck in a little bit, what I felt was a little more dimension to him and, and, uh, you know, it, there, there's, which I, we can't talk about it too much because right. it's not aired yet, but, um, I like, I like, I like them both. I mean, I think it's actually harder to play a good guy mm-hmm. than it is to play a villain. Yeah. Well, especially if you kind of camp it up <laughs> with the villain, that's, that exactly. seems like to me would be the most fun. I mean, that's well, I like, I like yeah. and that's the thing, trying not to making it funny, making it, uh, energetic the way they like it, but also keeping it subtle and real. That's, yeah. that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, you I know? mean, it's true. You either want to uh, be the, uh, you want to be the quirky side. You either want to be the, the kind of flashy sidekick or the villain, because like, if you think about, right. think about franchises, I mean, uh, you've got your, your, your Harry Potters and your Luke Skywalkers, but the ones people really remember are your Han Solos and your, yes. <laughs> you know, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, they st- and they usually just they'll steal the scenes that they're in. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and that <laughs> that stinks. That stinks for the guys who are working their their tails off. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you got one line, and you go, "Oh man, that just took the scene away." Right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. well, very good. Yes. Yeah, so you got to be in Mystery One One. Was that fun working with Aloha and Jill and the whole gang? Yeah, actually, it was was really interesting about maybe an hour or so in, or maybe even a half hour after I saw Jill, I went, wait, I know Jill. I know Jill. Like I was like, yeah. I knew I'd worked with her and we actually, we did a series called Blade together. Oh, and oh. it was about vampires. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's and I, cool. I was like, Jill, you, you, and we, I think we did about three episodes together uh-huh. and, and I totally remember, like, I mean, we had a yeah. pretty interesting scene together. Uh, not even close to being a Hallmark style team. <laughs> right. um, but um, yeah, so we, um, we are, oh, she's great. She's yeah. so down to earth. Uh, and she's, she's, uh, she's having a baby, <laughs> which is really cool. Oh, I'm um, so excited for her. She's so nice. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. We love her. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, was, and I, I hope, I hope, I hope to see them again because we it's kind of yeah. open-ended right now. Um, cool. But yeah, and and, and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm just blanking on his uh, Christopher. Christopher yeah, was very. Yeah. They were both. We had a, we had a lot of fun. And, That's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and I was excited to see your. I guess you're going to be on the new season of Virgin River. Is that right? Yes, I am. That's yes, exciting. Am. We all love that show. <laughs> I know you can't say anything. That's what I hear. But that's exciting. I, know, I, I cannot say a thing. I cannot say a thing. <laughs> well, that's, we're excited to, we're, we will be excited to see what is coming. Good. That's for sure. No, be excited. It's, it, it's, it's a great cast. A really nice, really nice crew. A lot of people I knew and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward. Hopefully they come back. I don't know yet. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh-huh. I can't say. <laughs> very good. I do know, but very I can't say. Yeah, but it's Our, um, yeah. Very good. Well, we like to end thing, with. I, I am going to say my, my my look has changed a lot for for Virgin River. Ooh, I am okay. not I'm not as polished as I was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. But we okay. I, we have some fun questions that we just like to end off with. Uh, that some fun silly questions. So, first one: okay. What is the best ice cream flavor? Best ice cream is chocolate peanut butter. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, what's your favorite color? Yep. Blue, dark blue. Okay. What music are you into right now? 
Uh, always loved you too. Always will. Very good. Uh, what's your go-to date night food? <laughs> I've just become a vegan, so that's completely changed. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. Okay. That is a Be- tough one. Food. I love... Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, you know, honestly now, I'm, yeah, that one, I have no idea, okay. but I, I, I'm, I'm into all sorts of different things right now. So, uh, yeah. what is your go-to date night activity out and about if you were going to go on a fun date? Oh, uh, right. Well, being in Vancouver, uh, I'm actually becoming a big tourist again in my city and I love it by the water. I mean, we go down, walk into the pier, uh, uh-huh. overlooking the city. I'm in North Vancouver. Mm-hmm. just a beautiful area it's it's they've got old ship uh, shipyard museums and uh other museums and just nice structures architecture it's fantastic very cool sit that there have great. a coffee and, and watch watch you know puppies go by yeah. fantastic uh so yeah. dogs or cats dogs unfortunately i'm allergic to cats but i i don't mind them i, I love kittens mm-hmm. and all that stuff but uh kitties all of them but uh, dogs i'm not definitely allergic to Okay, very good. Uh, what uh, beaches or mountains? Beaches. Me too. Uh, Fortunately, so, I have both here. <laughs> yeah, suit and tie or sweats? Uh, oh God, I actually I love them both, <laughs> but I have to go with sweats. But I do love a suit and tie. Yeah, very good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Wow every day how about that oh that's a good answer that's very yeah cute. i don't like i'm not i'm i'm a everyday kind of guy yeah i don't like to wait i love that yeah. that's a good answer uh Thanks. last question and you can pick one of your uh, own no judgment what is your favorite hallmark movie that i've done yeah or or not whatever whatever <laughs> any answer is fine my favorite Hallmark movie would, would probably be All for Love. Yeah. It's so good. That I've done. We loved it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You passed the test. You can keep making Hallmark movies. Woo! <laughs> but thank you so much for coming and talking with us. This was a lot of fun to get to know you and to, to hear about your, thank you. your experiences with all these movies. And uh, we're excited to see you uh, in Virgin River and then also in Mystery 101 coming up. And uh, do you have social media or anything like that that you'd like to share? Uh, unfortunately, because I got trolled, I, oh. I don't promote a lot of social media right now. I do have okay. Instagram, but it's like, you know, I'm not, Jill, Jill was telling me she was going to teach me all about it. I said, I, I look, <laughs> I, I, I'm just not, I'm not a big self, and I'm not a big self promoter. I am a very private guy. Mm-hmm. So, but I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you trying to throw that out there. But I got to say, impeccable timing. I'm literally out of time and I'm at my appointment, my next appointment. Perfect. And we're done the interview. Yeah, perfect. Fantastic well, thanks timing. so much. And, uh, and we'll right. look forward to seeing your, you. your roles. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thank you. All right. All the best. We'd like to thank Steve for coming on the podcast. This is so much fun to get to talk with him. Let us know what you think of all the different things that we talked about. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast on Homework Pod and Homework Podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. It helps us so, so much. We also have our patron group, which is great. And, and we just appreciate our patrons so much. It makes such a difference, even $2 a 
a month. We also have our merch store, which has all kinds of hardies and Hallmarkies inspired designs and things that we've come up with. A lot of fun. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. So thanks again to Steve. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone.